You are listening to the Fresh Focus Podcast, where VA dietitian nutritionists are serving up health and wellness information for veterans and their families. In addition to being in clinic, chatting over the phone, or using Video Connect, we are taking a new approach to increase your access with this podcast, sharing bites of information from your dietitians when it's convenient for you. In this series, we want to focus on the veteran support system and ways to help with mealtime challenges. So whether you're the spouse, child, or coffee shop friend of one of our nation's heroes, this series is for you. We want you to think of us as being right there with you at your kitchen table. The one with the empty chair representing veterans not only walking through our doors, but are no longer here to speak their voice. So get ready as we lend a helping hand or fork to your veteran. Hey guys, welcome back to the Fresh Focus podcast. I'm Lindsay and I'm back with Beth and my special guest, Bethany. So two Beths with us today and I'm pretty excited about that. Right? We best are pretty awesome. Hey, Bethany, thanks for joining us today for a quick visit in between your home-based primary care visits today. Thank you for having me. I'm Bethany, a dietitian from Lewis A. Johnson VA Medical Center in Clarksburg, West Virginia. I work in home-based primary care and have been with the VA for almost three years. We have three other dietitians, and I'm the team lead dietitian. We go into veterans' homes who have difficulty getting out. I assess their nutritional needs by completing a comprehensive nutrition assessment, which consists of examining the veteran for malnutrition, completing a nutrition-focused physical examination, looking in their kitchens at the foods they are purchasing, and educating them on the nutrition labels or other individualized and tailored nutrition education that my veterans need. I love my job and working in home-based primary care is wonderful because you get to see the veterans in their own environment, educate them, and speak with their caregivers that are present. I develop a strong rapport with my veterans and they enjoy seeing me face-to-face. Oh, I bet they do. And for this whole series, we have been focusing on the support system of our veterans. So whether you are a spouse, neighbor, child, family friend, or grandkiddo of one of our nation's heroes, it's important to know we are on your side and want to think of us as sitting right next to you at your dining room or kitchen table. Eating is essential to life and is one of the most important daily activities for managing patients, especially with dementia-type diagnoses. Actually, in a recent study I just read, it said in caring for patients with dementia, eating takes up a large share of the commitment from caregivers, similar to helping with bathing and toilet support. We dietitians want to be available to help ease some of the stresses and help answer the questions of saying, what am I going to make for dinner now when you have a veteran who you're being supportive of? Absolutely. Some veterans may be too distracted to eat. And honestly, if we think of it, we can all get that way in some form or fashion. While we're eating, our mind is elsewhere. So instead of the being in the meal in front of us, we get distracted by TV, a mobile device, a video game, or maybe we're listening to our favorite podcast while we're driving and eating a snack. So see, it can happen to any of us. 
But when we are concerned with a veteran loved one who may not be eating enough or they may be losing weight, we want to really work on limiting distracted eating to help ensure they are obtaining enough nutrients and staying hydrated. What are some tips and tricks that you go over with your caregivers when they find a veteran that is too distracted to eat? I do have a few things that my team and I review, such as reducing distractions during mealtime by turning the television off or any background noise. I usually suggest keeping the plate and table simple by using a white plate and avoiding patterned tablecloths and placemats. I also suggest that food be already cut up and bread buttered. The veterans should have a colorful and flavorful plate. It is also helpful to only provide two to three foods on the plate at a time because too much can be overwhelming for the veteran. Another really important tip is to remember to provide gentle verbal cues to direct eating. And I do have an example of this. Um, one of my veterans has dementia and he has a significant weight loss. He's just been losing weight gradually over time. When I had visited him, he had a plate of breakfast food next to him, which he didn't touch at all. I told him it looked great and asked him if he can take a bite of the pancake and sausage for me. Once he took a bite, I said, mmm, isn't that good? He agreed and continued to eat the rest of the food on his plate. So I educated his caregiver to provide simple cues to encourage him to eat his meals. And then the last tip that I have would be to avoid daytime sleeping. As the weather's getting nicer out, it's helpful to get out of the house and try to go for frequent walks outside to get some sun. You know, another great tip is to remember to be flexible. Food preferences may change and it can seem like it changes between breakfast and lunch. It is possible they may suddenly just reject the foods that they've liked in the past. Correct. And that can be super frustrating and we get it, but we want to be positive and encouraging. And we want to keep in mind that a person may not remember when or if they ate. So if, if they continue to ask about eating breakfast, maybe consider serving one breakfast type of item at a time or a progressive meal, so to speak, toast, then followed by cereal and so on. Oh, I love a progressive meal idea. Right? I kind of want one right now for brunch. <laughs> you know, in the same article I was reading, it talked about sundown syndrome, and I just didn't want to forget to bring that up. It said one out of five people with Alzheimer's get sundown syndrome, but it can also happen to older people who don't have dementia as well. Yes, and sometimes caregivers can really notice big changes in how their loved one acts in the late afternoon or early evening. Fading light seems to be the trigger, so sometimes the symptoms can get worse as the night goes on and usually gets better by morning. So we want to look for patterns, note the things that seem to trigger it, and then do your best to try to avoid or reduce those triggers, such as carrying on normal evening activities and keeping up your routines. Some other tips would be to try to limit or avoid things that affect sleep, trying to limit smoking, alcohol intake, and limiting caffeine intake as well. And trying to have your larger meal at lunchtime and keeping evening meals a little more simple and smaller. Adding in some exercise is always a good idea, but maybe trying that a little earlier on in the day. 
And a good idea to limit napping if possible, or if someone does need a nap, trying to keep it earlier as well. And I know this will sound like a bumper sticker saying, but (laughs) but honestly, really, we need to keep calm. So trying to put on relaxing music, trying to keep things calm in the evening. I know that is funny, but it is very true. It is. And maybe trying to fix their room temperature so they're comfortable, closing curtains and blinds. As remember, darkness and shadows can make someone experiencing sundowners more upset. Try telling other family members or visitors to not make so much noise, or maybe just putting on that relaxing music, playing some cards or a game to wind down. Those are such great tips. And again, thank you to Bethany for being on today. You told us about this yummy avocado pudding recipe that you've been giving out to your caregivers for their veterans as such a yummy dessert, and we will definitely have to try it out. Thanks again for being on here, and I enjoy having the two bests with me today. Absolutely. And remember, if you feel like you or your veteran may need more information due to specific health concerns or conditions, and please reach out to a VA registered dietitian near you. And like we have mentioned earlier, we are here to support all veterans and their support systems. And definitely stay tuned for the next episode where Amanda is coming at you with some great tips into self-care and caring for you, the caregiver. It's really going to be awesome. I'm excited she's coming back and taking over. Absolutely. We are absolutely happy to have her. She is so well-versed in helping care for the support system of our veterans with being primarily in home-based primary care as well, just like Bethany. So she gets consistently to lend a helping hand or fork to them. Bethany, we really appreciate all of your tips and tricks. Thank you so much. So be sure to check out more of our episodes. And seriously, a truly heartfelt thanks for listening to Fresh Focus. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast, rate the series, and leave a review. 